These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to the funniest people I know. I'm George Kaloris, and here with me today are my very funny co-hosts, Abigail Williams. Hello, everybody. And Alexandria Sweat. What's up, George? Hello. How's it going, Alexandria? You are looking fabulous in some gorgeous cabin setting. Jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'm very jealous. Thank you. I wish you all were here with me. I wish we could have no, you like... Don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandra is on her anniversary trip. Is that right, Alex? I am. But what if we've got a bougie cabin where we could all three have our own spaces as couples and then come together when we wanted to and then go back in our little quarters? That would no. George is like, no. George is like, no. I don't need to hear you celebrate your wedding anniversary and come together afterwards. I Whoa. Whoa. She's talking about a communal event. You're talking about (laughs) sexual intercourse. I am certainly not. I am just saying I don't want to intrude on her personal time. What if I hear you and Chris celebrate your love? (laughs) Yeah, why we shouldn't be listening to love celebrations. (laughs) Why are you accusing us all of listening? She said we'd have our own space. That's the point, George. Thank you, Abigail. This took a very weird left turn, man. Alex just wanted to hang out in the mountains together and George is just like making not, it weird. We can do that, but not on your anniversary trip is all I'm saying. All right. We should move on from this topic. We're going to kick off the episode with a round of what's making you laugh. Each of us are going to share a story and then we're going to pick one to dive into. Alexandria, what's making you laugh this week? Steve Harvey wants to be the fourth element of earth, wind and fire. Call him water. <laughs> oh, my Whoa. God. I'm intrigued. Yeah, for sure. For me, I am laughing at kids' quotes this week. Oh, okay. And for me, I've been laughing at Cher this week. Really? Oh. Hmm. Last time I went with you, George, we took a really weird turn to (laughs) a dark, dark place. And I don't know if I can trust you this week. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going with Steve Harvey. Okay, I'll go Steve as well. Anybody catch verses last night? No. No, no. No, there was an Easter verses between Earth, Wind, and Fire and Ron Isley and the Isley Brothers. This was the verses for all the aunties, all the uncles. This was barbecue, essence, festival. It was giving all of that energy. But they did something a little different this verses, and they brought in a host. Who do you think they brought in to host? Had to be Steve. Yeah, I'm guessing Steve Harvey. Our friend Steve Harvey, which... I have a complicated relationship with Steve. (laughs) Growing up, everyone around me liked him, and I thought I was supposed to think he was funny, too. Then I got older, and it was like, "Mm." But that's neither here nor there. The point is, he hosted last night, and I personally didn't need him in his audition for (laughs) becoming the fourth member of Earth, Wind, and Fire. If you go on the internet, everyone is joking around saying he was trying to become water- in Earth, Wind, and Fire, he kept going on and on about 
old girlfriends that he used to listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire and <laughs> the Isaac Brothers talking about uncle stuff that nobody cares about. Maybe I'm not giving him a chance. I was over Steve Harvey. I didn't even complete the verses, guys. That's how annoying Steve was. It's just something about Steve bouncing back and forth. Leon was joking around because all these band members are up in age, 79, 80. And Leon was joking that they kind of needed the assistance of a Steve. Steve can come back from anything, Alex. Yeah. After he came back from the Miss Universe. For sure. Faux pas. I knew this man can do no wrong in the eyes (laughs) of the world. It's like all publicity is good publicity when it comes to Steve. For sure. The worse it gets, the more he just keeps trucking on. Kind of the perfect person for this event. I'm not mad at him. Get your check, Steve. Have fun. Alexandria, is there a clip from that that we could pull? The first time I bought an Earth, Wind & Fire album in 1974, 75, the album was $3.95 at the Cucumber Castle. I was in college. I had a $5 bill. Walked to the Cucumber Castle, bought the album for $3.95, $4.11 with taxes. 89 cent left. Went to Eastway, bought a hamburger and a Coke. Went to a dormitory that a girl stayed in from Youngstown. Sat in the lobby with the album, waited on her to come home because there wasn't no cell phone, so couldn't tell I was waiting. She came in her to the dorm. We went to her room and played the album front to back two times. The name of the album, That's the Way of the World. That's the way the world became my favorite song because of that night right there. Now, nothing happened for me that night because that was the way of the world back then. But Lord, 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 I remember that. The girl asked me after we played the album, I love this album. Can I keep it? I said, you ain't that fine. Many of you know that we like to play a game called Dirty or Clean, where we have read words out loud and then asked the other two hosts, hey, does this word strike you as dirty or clean? Today, Alex is coming to us with a new version of this game, and this game has to do with sound effects. Is that right, Alex? Yes, it has everything to do with sound effects. I don't know if you guys remember back in the days in your stagecraft class talking about Foley sounds. I do, actually. Brief lesson, audience. Foley sounds. There are random things, or it could be the actual thing, but there's so many things that make sound effects. It always intrigued me, and sometimes you hear things that sound very naughty, and they're really nice. So I thought it would be fun to play this game with you. I have selected five sounds. I'm going to play them for you, see what you guys think, see what you guys guess, see how dirty or clean you guys' brains are. You ready? Okay. We're going to start with a little, hmm, going to go a little scary. I'm saying clean. I think it's dice. I'm saying clean, but I think it's the slurping at the bottom of a cup with a straw. Ooh. Okay. Interesting guesses. You are correct. It is clean, but that was a green pepper. What? 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the sound of a green pepper? Sound of a green pepper being torn apart. I did not see that coming. <laughs> that is the sound of a completely inanimate object. You know I was going to give you guys a run for your money. Man. <laughs> sound of a green pepper. <laughs> yeah. Used in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> okay. Sound number two. I'm ready. Yeah. Listen very closely. Very brief noise. Okay, I'm calling that clean, and it sounds like dirt in a blender. (laughs) (laughs) Abigail, that is ridiculous. That is clearly the sound (laughs) of a portobello mushroom. (laughs) Yeah, excuse me. I should have said it's a banana. (laughs) (laughs) That is actually someone squeezing a grapefruit. Oh, my other guess what was broken guitar, heck? so I was definitely wrong regardless. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> gravel in the throat, swallowing your own teeth. <laughs> Sound number three. Oh, my. <laughs> that is filthy. <laughs> I'm saying that's clean. That's somebody snoring. It sounds just like Kevin snoring. Oh, I have more questions than I do. (laughs) I'm kidding. Poor Kevin. I'm still saying somebody is sleeping or talking in their sleep. And I think that's a filthy sound, and I don't want to describe it any further. Wow. So what is it? It is a man eating a banana and trying his best to make the worst sounds as he's eating. Oh, banana. he's succeeding. Oh, he did a he, great job. Uh, like, yeah, because yeah. that's what I thought he was doing somewhat. <laughs> I will say, for Abigail's sake, this is in an innocent vein. Once again, a sound used in the Mortal Kombat game. People eat bananas in the Mortal Kombat game? I have you not know, played what? that game in I a thought minute. Mortal Kombat was about, you know, Very combat. Different. No. They are making you question everything you ever know with the sounds that you hear. George has finally thought we had a dirty sound, so I'm so excited. Ow! This I know it! <laughs> Ow! Oh, grab my knee. Wait, grab my knee. Oh, grab your knee? Yeah. Did you guys catch that? Okay. Two friends hanging out. Yeah, that's what Clean. I'm getting to. Clean. Like giggling. Man. Yes, it is. It's clean. It's just two friends doing some yoga. Nothing, nothing. Yoga's not what I thought they were doing. Definitely thought. Like, yeah, I never would have landed on yoga. Yeah, I've been surprised by green peppers and bananas. I guess yoga shouldn't really take me out here. For our last sound, I feel like this one could be a little trickier. I'm going to go washing hands. I think it's a cartoon character using a keyboard. Oh. Well, I'm going to play that one more time just for a clean cut. There was some interference in that a little bit. That sounds like we're both wrong. Yeah, I think we're wrong, George. Yeah, I think yeah. if we'd gotten it, she wouldn't have done Yeah, that. she wouldn't play it again. She'd be like, <laughs> yes, you got it, like she did last time when we got it. Right, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, that makes sense. This is I'm good at this game. I mean, in this part. <laughs> only in this part. Is it the sound of a cash register? 
Abigail, are you sticking with your original answer? Or I'm sticking you, with my original. I'm pulling away me on you, but Abigail was actually right because it is someone washing their hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I need that reaction every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that closes me out as the winner, Alex. Yeah, for sure. It, yes, it does. This one I got right, and the other one I suggested was clean when George said dirty, but I'll take the win however I get it. No, I think that counts as a win. The only thing I was right about was that I was wrong. That was dirty and clean. Thank you for playing with me. I hope I didn't gross you all out too much. Just the gravelly swallowing yeah. of the teeth. That's the only one that got me. Oh, the <laughs> banana. The banana was a bit much. We are joined this week by a great guest. She's a writer, director, producer, sometimes actress, and all-time good friend of the show, Ashley Renee Payne. How are you, Ashley? Hey, funny people. Ashley, you're one of the funniest people I know. Thank you. (laughs) Happy to be here. I see the ears of our friend Henry in the frame. Yes. Hi, Henry. Henry is her boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) The very distinctive ears is what I mean. Hi, Henry. That's how everyone talks to <laughs> We invited Ashley to join us this week because she is directing the Mighty Shorts and Non-Violet Offenders sketch comedy show this weekend through the end of April at Pont City Market. How's the show coming along, Ashley? Oh, it is a total <laughs> show. It is. I can attest <laughs> I'm in it, and I've been to a rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> it's a delight. I'm happy about this. It's going to be great. It is going to be great. I just realized... It's the two-year anniversary of the first show I ever directed. Oh, that's awesome. And we're using some pieces that were in that first show in this show. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For full disclosure, this is a total log-rolling guest. Abigail is the understudy in the show. I was one of the writers. It's something we've been working on for a long time. The vision is that it's a disaster, right? It's the worst sketch show ever performed in Atlanta history. Mm-hmm. And that's really saying something. <laughs> <laughs> it's inspired by true events. We took a lot of things that have actually happened. We've been putting on shows together since 2017. Yeah, it's been a while. That's Pretty right. consistently. So we've got a history yeah. to draw from of things that have gone wrong over the years. Or the fears of things that you always worry will go wrong. And just getting a chance to actualize those fears and turn them into comedy has been a lot of fun. This show takes all of the worst nightmares I've ever had and puts them on the stage. (laughs) Exploring what ifs, what would happen if that actually did happen? How would we play that off? You've done several shows at Pond City Market. How do you enjoy that as an outdoor venue? I think it's pretty great. I never want to go back to performing indoors ever again. No, that's not true. I just can't imagine mm-hmm. what that's like. It's been the whole year. Plus, have been doing them outdoors pretty consistently. And right now, the weather is pretty great. So it's nice to be mm-hmm. out there. Sucking um, down that yellow pollen. <laughs> the wind and making now, me a blonde after all this of- time. Pond City Market in the background. It is actually a really fun venue. It's great when the weather is nice. Everybody's outside. Everybody's having a good time. Feels like something special. It definitely is something we had to adjust to. Performing in this outdoor place where we don't really have a backstage. We're sort of exposed there. We don't really even have wings to hide in. 
a lot of things are just kind of out in the open. And we decided with this show to take advantage of that setup and be super transparent with some of the types of things that happen or almost happen in the wings and backstage. One of my favorite parts of the show is Abigail as the underappreciated understudy. And I know that was your brainchild. And this is because this is the story of my life. <laughs> story of my life. Fun fact, I was writing this little bit where Abigail plays this poor understudy that really just wants to be in the show and was trying to get the opportunity. As I was writing that, we had a cast member in another show not be able to perform, and I found out day of, and they asked me, me, me. That's right. That's right. They asked me to yes. fill in with like three hours until showtime because I had helped with that show, so I was familiar with it. The benefit of an actual understudy is that they're aware this could happen, but the heroic nature of Ashley is realized in the fact that she had no indicator she was the understudy until three hours before the show. It's just a good thing that I prepare to be the understudy for every show always, which is something I did infuse in this character because this character that Abigail is going to play is the understudy for everyone. She's learned all the lines. But if any actor in this show actually does dip out, do not call me and ask me because I don't know their lines. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's acting. It's going to be a lot of fun. And as a special treat for our listeners, a couple of our actors, Eric Costaneda and Lily Nas, are performing one of the sketches from the show for our audio theater. This is Swiper No Swiping by Sid Desai. Boots, I know this is the bluffs, but Map did say to go here. Don't worry, we'll be fine as long as we remember. What should we remember, guys? Come on, guys, you remember, right? As long as we remember our handy backpack. Dora the Explorer. Looks like the show cancellation's been rough on the both of us, huh? You're right, Boots. Swiper looks really weird today. Swiper, why do you keep scratching yourself so much? Look, neither of us made out great after that asshole Diego came around. I had just settled down with a nice lady fox. Things were looking up. But now I'm out here on the street. Just give me what I need and I'll leave. Don't worry, guys. Swiper may look scary, but he always had one weakness. I'll need you to help me stop him. You remember how to stop Swiper, right? Guys, you remember, right? We all need to say, Swiper, no swiping, and he'll go away. But I'll need your help. Look, you dumb bitch, they're gone. They're never coming back. They abandon you. Just like they abandoned me. Swiper seems especially angry today, but we can do this. Ready? Say it with me. Swiper, no swiping. Aw, look at little Dora. Nobody to help you now. 
the magic of friendship doesn't work when you got no friends. Come on, guys. I know you're there. We've done this so many times. Just say it with me. Swiper, no swiping. Jesus Christ, Dora, get it through your head. You're a has-been, just like me. Swiper, what? Yeah, yeah, what big claws I have. All the better to stab you with. Isn't that the big bad wolf? Bitch, I killed that asshole a week ago. Please, guys, remember the good times we've had. Just say it with me. Swiper, no. What is this? This? You call this a map? The destination just says finish on it. Go left from the tree till you reach the hill. Do you know how many trees and hills there are, bitch? And left isn't a direction. North is a direction. Your whole life was a lie. The word for help me in Spanish is ayúdame. Ayúdame. Oh, yes. Oh, so bad. Oh, my God. So good, so bad. So dark. Such a great place. I love that piece. Every version of this piece I've ever seen leaves me feeling a little cringy inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's performed yeah. in a really great way. I'm really excited to see this on stage. Yes. Thank you, Ashley, for joining us. If listeners are in Atlanta, make sure to check out the Mighty Shorts Nonviolet Offender Show at Pont City Market. It's this weekend through the end of April, April 24th, every Saturday at 8 p.m. Ashley, we're going to ask you to stick around because when you're not directing sketch shows in parking lots, are a full-time English teacher, and we are having a rematch of our spelling bee competition. Which I'm not happy about. (laughs) I wanted to leave a tie in the dust. I can't allow for a tie. I consider a tie a win for me. And I have to get in on this because I love words. All right. Ashley, we will have you moderate for this spelling bee, and we have a list of ninth grade we've, words. We've upped the stakes here. We've upped uh, the, Annie, I guess not the stakes. The, the stakes are the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I oh. have not been given a sentence, so you cannot ask me. We'll be asking. You are a high school teacher, so if you can't do this on the fly, then I'm going to try to get you fired. (laughs) (laughs) That is a joke. I'm just scared I can't get any of these words right, and I'm just stalling. Let's go. (laughs) You'll give each of us a word, and if one of us misspells it, we are out. And in order to win, you have to spell the most words correctly. Pretty basic spelling bee rules. We'll get started. I'll go first. Alex, your second. Abigail, your third. The first word, very fitting for all of you, George, the word is degenerate. Degenerate. Speaking of fitting. D-E-G-E-N-E-R-A-T-E. I have no idea how to spell this word. Correct. Yay. So impressed. I knew it was similar to DeGeneres, so I went from there. I'm impressed because I also would not have known how to spell that. The word, Alexandria, is 
Utilitarian. Utilitarian. U T I L. Okay, I could write this out. Why can't I spell it right now? Okay, U T I L I T A R I A N. Correct. Dang, girl. Yes. That's so well, stressful. guys, I got to go to the bathroom, so I'll see you guys in a few minutes. Not how it's working. No girlfriend. <laughs> in contrast to degenerate, we have altruism. 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 A-L-T-R-U-I-S-M. I close my eyes. I close my eyes and I can see a world is waiting there for me. I want you to moderate the rest of this channeling that elementary school teacher. Oh, okay. Round number one, we're all in the clear. Round number two, George, it's you. Let's see what I can do. Okay, George, it's your turn. <laughs> I changed my mind. Let's go back to the real action. <laughs> I was too good. I was too convenient. You were too perfect. All right, George. I'm ready. Your word is comportment. What? I am not ready. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, can you repeat it? Comportment. 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 <laughs> you just start spelling, mister. Can you put it in a sentence? It is a noun. I can tell you that. It means behavior. A sentence is, he displayed the comportment expected of the rightful king. Okay, I'm going to go for it. Comportment. C-O-M-P-O-R-T-M-E-N-T. Comportment. Good job. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will remember that word. Alex, significant. Significant. If you okay. can see how big Alex's eyes are right now. <laughs> S-I-G-N-I-F-I-C-E-N-T. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, no. Just barely missed it. It is A N T. Oh, mm. so close. I right. knew that. Oh no, Alex, I believe. How would you. I say this to my student if they missed it? Oh. Sorry, kid. Stupid. <laughs> 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 we can't all get A's. All right. Next up, we have magnificent. Magnificent. M-A-G-N-I-F-C. E-N-T. Well, this time E-N-T was correct. However, you did I forget a letter. <laughs> what letter did I draw? An I. Oh, dang it. Um, <laughs> All right, Alex, ooh. I'm coming to the back with you. M-A-G, mag, N-I-F, niv. Oh, I hear. Ah, yes, I forgot it. I see now where my dilemma was. <laughs> this is why I hate spelling bees. I have to get one more right. Yeah, you do. Let's do one more round. We'll make it quick. Okay. Um, the next word on the list is destination. 
destination. D E S T I N A T I O N. Destination. That's right. And you were very formal about that one. Yay! <laughs> I was really worried about being real proud of myself too early, but I was like pretty confident I knew that word. <laughs> I could smell your confidence from um, my house. But last time I was like, I know how to spell this. And then I was scared poopless halfway through because I forgot how to spell it. So I'm the winner. Wait, you have to say poopless, but we can advertise our show. That's called- mm. Well, I just mm. felt like we'd bleeped enough. Okay. Yeah, good call. Yeah, but that's what makes yeah, it more sure. intriguing. Yeah, everyone will know Love what it. we're saying. Please come see they always do. the show called A Total <laughs> Show. It's going to be a <laughs> show. Please enjoy the <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Use, that. Use that, Jane. <laughs> I'm in charge now. <laughs> She's giving Jane orders. Yep. You let me be in charge of the spelling bee, and now I think I'm in charge of the whole show. Mm. <laughs> I promise not to rub it in too bad about how yeah, badly right. I beat you at the spelling bee. By one. That's all it takes. All right, that's awesome. I win the spelling bee, and we never have to do it again. <laughs> oh, we oh, will be doing it again. Eleventh grade too. next time. Eleventh right. grade. I will be moderating. Eleventh <laughs> grade spelling bee. I guess coming soon. That's yes. Right. This has been another episode of Funniest People I Know. Thank you so much to our guest, Ashley Renee Payne, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. For more information about the upcoming Mighty Shorts Nonviolet Offender show at Pont City Market, check out MightyShorts.com. And a special thank you to our actors who joined us for Swiper No Swiping, Eric Castaneda and Lily Nas. Thank you, guys. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to producer Jane Boynton, who edits the show. If you enjoyed the show, please like, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and Pandora. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>